1: Welcome to Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time podcast. As always, I'm your co-host Art Stone, and with me, as always, is your co-host Andy Hart. Hi, Art. It's me, Andy. <laughs> Andy uh,
2: I I can barely hear you. Oh, would you say that I'm quiet? Yeah, I would. I would. You're being rather quiet. Oh, well, that's probably because I I uh, I took a quiet pill before.
1: <laughs> Thank Christ. I've been trying to get you to take those fucking pills for years. I'm just kidding. I didn't take no goddamn quiet pill. God, the amount of time I've had to spend uh, audio engineering some of the previous episodes (laughs) where you blew out the microphones. (laughs) Add this one to the list. Add this one to the list. Andy, you actually have a penchant for blowing out microphones. We've done a few podcasts in the past.
2: You've blown out other people's microphones before. Um, you know, I, it's a skill. Uh, I, when I was a baby, I used to blow up my diapers. Uh, as a child, I used to blow up my undies. Uh, and as an adult, as a teen, I used to blow out my hair. Uh, um, as, uh, an adult, I blow out microphones and my undies and my hair.
1: You've kept all, all of these blowing skills. Life
2: is a, uh, it's it's a be a journey and you just accumulate You skills. should be a glass blower or a trumpet player. Or I should work at a glory hole.
1: You really should. But, you know, Andy, we're talking a lot about quiet pills. You mentioned quiet pills earlier there. And uh, that's apropos because today's topic, Andy, is Lake City quiet pills.
2: I know. That's why I slipped that in. I did it as a oh. joke. <laughs>
1: Comedian skeptics. He heard of us. <laughs> um, Andy, today's mystery is an internet mystery, a rabbit hole mystery. Um, it's a weird one. It's for you internet sleuths out there. For people who loved things like Cicada 3301, you're going to love Lake City Quiet Pills. You internet freaks are going to get off on this one. You fucking internet freaks are going to get off on this one for sure. Um, this episode comes to us, suggested to us by Matthew from Washington State. Matthew?
2: Thank you for submitting this topic. This was a good one.
1: This was a great topic. Thank you
2: Matthew, we appreciate it. We um, know you're an internet freak cuz you suggested this and <laughs> yeah. we hope this delivers. Thank you so much. Um for all you other
1: internet freaks out there who didn't suggest this topic, um you know, you can find a timestamp located in the episode show notes that'll take you right to when all the research begins. Because first, Andy and I are going to talk about a a wild
2: uh almost a saga yeah of a bunker sighting. This is from uh, a uh,
1: OG bunk funker.
2: Yeah this this is coming to us from C's our, an OG bunk funker. Uh C's has um this is not C's's first run in uh with Mr. Bunker. Um Mm-mm. so C's uh has had another uh C's is fully now in the bunker universe um because you know he's getting He's having run-ins with people even other than bunker now.
1: That's right. Um, so the lore here is so intertwined; it is almost, it is almost like today's topic.
2: Yeah, this is this is very. Uh, I mean, you got to keep your mind open to catch all of this because there's a lot happening here. Right. All right. So um, this is this is what this is the bunker sighting. C sent us. I was lying in bed on a nice Saturday evening, drinking some beer, playing some Xbox, no pants, drinking some beer playing some old school runescape on my phone and drinking some beer. If you can't tell, I'm a multitasking master. Anyway, I lay down my controller, put down my phone, drank the rest of my beer and laid back, grabbed the lotion bottle, a few tissues, a grapefruit, another beer, a shoestring, some Dre beats and my VR headset. Just before I can have some fun bowling, my stomach started to growl. So I went down my slide to the kitchen to make, to make me a sandwich. (laughs) A nice ham, cheese, and so much peanut butter, it could stop your heart in seconds. Regardless, I lather that bitch up with all that protein, but in the middle of making my witch, I noticed I'm out of blocked cheese. No, I don't buy slices of cheese. I like to cut them myself because nobody can cut cheese like I can. Smart man. Very smart. Good job, C's. Wait, that came out wrong. Anyway, I know I had cheese because I bought some the, the day prior, so I started looking around in the fridge, and I found a small, tiny note where the cheese used to be. In very small handwriting, the note said, quote, if you want your cheese back, follow the path, end quote. So I look down and I see a trail of tiny little bits of cheese. This can't be good. I really wanted to make me a sandwich and I was really hungry and I know I shouldn't have cared that much about this one block of cheese, but I didn't want to go to the store and use more energy. That's exhausting. Also, I've been drinking don't drink and drive always make sure you're at full stop before taking a drink never at the same time jk winky face emoji so i follow the floored cheese which led me to my bathroom in the bathroom was another small note with tiny handwriting that read quote step one turn off the lights step two say cheese me three times step three turn on the light end quote now, I've heard of Bloody Mary conspiracy, and I used to be really against it until I tried it. And all it does is pop up a bunch of Bloody Mary beverages. So I chant Bloody Mary every night. So now I don't have to pay for alcohol. Nice, right? That's good. Good, good, good tip. So it's free alcohol, it's free money. So I figure, hey, maybe this will pop me up free cheese every time. This is awesome. It should be the same concept. So I proceed to the ritual and turn off the lights. I said, cheese me three times. And then I turned on the lights. The Rat King was behind me. Oh, my God, the Rat King. My arch nemesis, the Rat King. Uh, He snatched me and comically dove headfirst into a small hole in the wall like Tom and Jerry, which turned into an extra room in the house that I didn't even know about. The Rat King slams me into a chair that's very similar to the Casino Royale chair (laughs) with the open hole for the balls. Art, art, you like this. With the open open (laughs) hole for the balls. Uh, Oh, no, I lost my sister. And I got to say, before I go on, it's a pretty freaking comfortable chair, let me tell you. Major airflow. (laughs) The Rat King proceeds and says, quote, you're going to wish you didn't send in that bunker sighting. You guys can't stop the future. Get him, boys! End quote. I was then swarmed by rats climbing and biting, and just like Andy, they even bit my penis. Everything from then on was a blur, pitch black, until I woke up covered in melted moldy cheese in the back of a Papa John's two cities over behind a dumpster with a bunch of holes in my clothes like Swiss cheese and my block of cheese I was looking for got shoved in my ass. What the fuck? <laughs> not sure what the hell just happened, and I feel worried telling you guys this story for which the Rat King could come back and terrorize me. I had to warn you, and please, please warn the funkers bunk to stay safe. The streets and your own home is not safe. Cover your ass. Wow. Jeez. Move aside Homer's odyssey, the (laughs) Iliad, yeah, whatever the fuck. Homer, the poet, you're out of business because C's is here on the scene. That's right.
1: This was a fucking, I mean, first of all, I mean, I feel bad for C's. I am going to say this. I can't help but feel like maybe, you know, if he wasn't so cheese hungry, he would have never ran into the Rat King. Okay. But.
2: I mean, I don't think we should judge anybody for wanting cheese. <laughs> frankly, I don't think that's that's a thing we should start doing. I'm again.
1: just saying, C's. You know, you, you you've had a few run-ins here with
2: Bunker already. You gotta you gotta start being a little bit more careful. Um, you know, this is uh, this is bad because C's had a nice night going here. He's playing RuneScape. He's playing old school
1: RuneScape. I'm sure I'm sure he was doing the old trick where you uh say that you're gonna do some uh like you uh you can exchange people's mithril for um Oh fuck, I fucked it up. Jeez. That used to be the thing on RuneScape is you would uh scam people. <laughs> There's a lot of scamming going on. You know, you might pretend to be a girl on the internet and say you'll be someone's GF if they give you items and gold. Um, you might say that you would uh take people's armor and plating and you'll do like a mithril trim on it or something. You'll trim your armor. That was a, th- that was a scam. Um, Andy, what are you doing over here? Hmm? Playing around? Mm-hmm. Deleting stuff?
2: Oh. You stop?
1: <laughs> I don't know. What are you doing? Yeah. Andy's doing stuff to the bunker <laughs> uh,
2: computer. I don't know what he's doing. He's sitting over here typing away. Everything's, <laughs> Everything's fine. Look, I never played RuneScape. You never did. So I don't have anything to add to that to that line of thought. No, that's fine. I have I have jerked off and eaten sandwiches before though. And who said C was jerking off? He was going bowling. Well, he had a bottle of lotion and some tissues. How else do you go bowling? I guess I do it with my dick out, but <laughs> What do you think you that got third me hole is for? Oh, you put
1: one finger in one hole, another finger in the other hole, and then the third <laughs> the is for your penis. one
2: finger from one hand. One yeah, and then from, you and then put it on your penis, and then you fling it. You fling it. Okay, makes um, sense. Um, but Cease had a nice night going here. He had a great night going. You know he's what, Drinking not, some brews. He was hanging out, playing some games. It's not wrong. Okay, it's not wrong to want some cheese on a sandwich. I'm not a ham and sa- peanut butter sandwich. Listen, you know.
1: I don't think so either. I think, I think it's great that Cs has blocked cheese. He's not buying that pre shredded crap,
2: but he got got by the rat King, you know, he got got, I mean, you know, you say be more careful. Like when was, when, when was I ever careful?
1: Well, I've, if I said, if I had to sit here and tell you to be more careful, I would be blue in the face, Andy.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Cause I'd strangle you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (gasps) told me you start that fucking strangling me if you told me that
2: i'd strangle you <laughs> nobody fucking tells me to be more careful
1: <laughs> yeah that's why you're andy danger yeah um no i mean it's just like you know you're just i've known you for just such a long time i know that you're not going to be so it's 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 useless but if yeah, i can fair. save some of the other bunk funkers, then i'll know i've done some good in this world
2: well you know i think We owe we owe a lot of thanks to C's not only for sending this in but for for warning the rest of of bunk nation that hey the rat king's out here and he's got his penis biting minions with him and don't go into your bathroom at night in the dark and say cheese me three times into the mirror because he'll summon him it'll summon him. Now well, I mean I think we could safely assume that the Rat King is also working
1: with Bunker in some capacity. He might be joining the Bunk Vengers, Bunk the League of Extraordinary Bunk Gentlemen.
2: Yeah, I kind of feel like the Rat King is maybe like a Bunker like like a Bunker heavy. Like he's a Bunker strong man. Oh, he's like an enforcer. Yeah, he's like he's like Bunker's enforcer. Wow. But you have to summon him. Well, it's not very Well, I mean they were in Caesar's house they built a whole room in Caesar's okay. house That's in the true. walls and left notes and tricked him That's true But I'm just saying if you're if you're thinking about going into your bathroom and saying cheese me 3 times into the mirror don't do it If people are telling you to go
1: and say things 3 times in the mirror no matter what it is You know you really shouldn't do it What if it was like
2: even if it's a positive affirmation what if it's like you know, if somebody's like, "Oh, you know, you can say, you can say anything in the mirror three times, and that's what you get." Like, what if you went into the bathroom and you just say into the mirror, like, "Big Titty Goth GF" three times? Is that what you want? No, I got my hands full.
1: <laughs> I don't know, Andy. I just think you're. I'm playing just thinking with about fire.
2: the bunk funkers here. You're
1: playing with fire here. You're being a little alchemist.
2: That's true. That's true. Uh, You got me there. You
1: got me there. Summoner.
2: It's probably, you don't know what you're going to get. Too much power. It's like a monkey's paw.
1: It's a monkey's paw. Cheese me three times. You thinking you're going to get some cheese? No, you're going to get the fucking rat king. He's
2: going to bite you in the dick. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't feel good. You know, you think, oh, maybe these are like just nibbling rats. No, these bite, they bite hard. They got chompers. They got chompers. My penis got infected. (laughs) That
1: infection has always been there well from lack of use yeah
2: (laughs) yeah yeah important medical advice here on mr bunker's conspiracy use use it or you lose it when it comes to your penis (laughs) your penis
1: is much like the human's vestigial tail just over time it just kind of
2: whittled down into a little nub penis is like a cast iron skillet you got to use it with some regularity or it'll it'll go into this this this. it's uh, like a sty that shows
1: up or, or a, a wart that shows up on many animals eventually they just you know it just kind of falls off yeah that's
2: true so you got to keep just like with any wart you got to keep um jerking it off and Good moisturizing Lord. it
1: um i had a train of thought but I was going to say that you know these uh, the rat king and his dick biting chompers it's uh, they've all had braces. Yeah, the rats. <laughs> they've all been to the orthodontist. So yeah, these, these are, are
2: perfectly straight. These are perfectly aligned dick chomping biters. Yeah. These are maximized for dick biting efficiency. Um, you know, speaking of dick health seas, um if you were going to masturbate uh with that lotion like, consider a more natural lubricant, um, because the the chemicals in lotion can sometimes be bad for your your penile health. What would you suggest? Like bacon grease? Like what the fuck are you talking about? Natural <laughs> bacon grease is good. Um, you know, ghee ghee is even better. Clarified of, fucking butter? Because of its high smoke point.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get some friction going, right? <laughs> yeah, I need some friction.
2: Um, you know, or if you're like me, you have a spittoon at home and you can just d- dunk your hand in there. Oh,
0: good Lord.
2: And that's pretty good. Um, or Hey, don't, don't, don't sleep on good old fashioned H2O. If you just turn a hose on yourself or, you know, it throw- makes it
1: great for the cleanup and shame afterwards.
2: Yeah. Or thrust your groin into the kitchen sink. You could turn the faucet on and have a wank. Uh,
1: Yeah, take care of your dick, fuckers. <laughs> that's what we're trying to tell you.
2: Take good care of your dick, Rick. Um, uh,
1: yeah, I mean, listen, you know, don't, don't, don't say cheese me three times into the mirror. I guess we've learned that.
2: You that's can say bloody word. mary though. Say it as much as you want.
1: You can get plenty of bloody mirrors.
2: You like if that's your thing. You like a little Kamado, clamato. Vodka, Tabasca.
1: Whoever invented that is a v eight sick fuck.
2: Celery, pickles, bacon, eggs, a whole cheeseburger. carrots, cheeseburgers, <laughs> mozzarella ham.
1: sticks. People we'll fucking I mean, put anything on a
2: goddamn Bloody onions. Mary. Jesus Christ! Just order fucking lunch at some point. It's like what the fuck? I like to get a Bloody Mary, and I like it to be the glass to be mostly full of pasta. <laughs> A little bit of basil on top. Oh, yummy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I'm fucking saying. They're like, let me get a Bloody Mary. Oh, that comes with like 14 scotch eggs. It comes and a with, fucking, comes with, it comes with <laughs> a full English breakfast on the <laughs> drink. Yeah, we put a little fucking skewer through it.
2: It comes with a cheeseburger and a side <laughs> of fries. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck?
1: It's all on top, balanced on top.
2: The whole order of fries. The skewer is six feet long. (laughs) Yeah. You know what
1: I'm fucking talking about with these Bloody Marys at these brunch places? It's It's out of control. It's out of control.
2: And C's, I mean, you're playing with fire with that too. So, I mean, be careful with the Bloody Mary because you may end up with a lot of garnish that you don't want.
1: More than you asked for. Yeah. So... I think we've all learned a lesson here today. Uh, I'm not going to explain what it is. It's for you to find out, bunk bunkers. Um, <laughs> we can only show you the way. We can't lead you through the door. That's true. That's true. We are we are but a lighthouse to you. Are and you are our floating vessels, festooned with barnacles. Barnacles. <laughs> we can only show you
2: the rocks. We can't lead you away. You have to. You have to steer clear of them. You can lead a bunk funker to water, but we were told by the courts we could no longer hold their heads under the water to force them to drink it. (laughs) That's true. And speaking of the courts, um,
1: of court, there's not really many courts involved in today's topic.
2: (laughs) Oh, it's a good segue.
1: But today's topic is an interesting one, Andy. You ever heard about this one before?
2: No. I had never never heard of it before. This was news to me. I have heard of
1: this one before. This is an internet mystery. It's an old one. Um, And, you know, there's still some life to it. Not as much as Cicada 3301. Yeah. But there's still some life to it, and people are rediscovering the mystery every day. And uh, it's a very fun internet mystery that involves assassins, that involves uh, perverts. It involves... um, A lot of weird coincidences as well. So,
2: All our favorite topics.
1: All our favorite topics. Everything we love bundled together in one little beautiful thing. And this is Lake City Quiet Pills here on Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time podcast.
2: Salt Lake City will be coming soon.
1: We've all been there, bunk funkers. It's 3 a.m. and you're on the internet. You're supposed to be studying. You have an exam the next day, but you're not. You're actively sleuthing and surfing down a rabbit hole you never even realized you were interested in. Now, the rabbit hole enchilada of today's topic is no exception. Lake City Quiet Pills is an old, odd mystery originating from the website Reddit involving some shady characters
2: and possibly international assassins. Art, you truly can get lost down the mysterious nodes of the net. I know I have. Occasionally, I roleplay, or RP, as Dr. Thickfingers, a doctor with abnormally thick fingers on my insurance provider's medical questions forum. Um, I got a whole backstory, Art. My grandfather was a German watchmaker, and my father helped set precious stones in various pieces of jewelry. Both were frequently out of work. But I never let that get me down. You'll never be a doctor with those enormous fingers! Who would take a prostate exam from you? Get me another life-saving vaccine! You've smashed the one I intended for this patient with your noxiously thick fingers! Are all things they said to me. But look at me now, Art! I give people the medical advice they need on a form they think they can trust. Well... Andy, what you're doing is morally
1: questionable, to say the least, and I think later we should definitely find you a different character to roleplay as in your free time, but uh, it does relate to today's topic. It was a very nice segue, uh, as there are plenty of morally questionable activities involved. Now, it all starts on a little website called Reddit. If you're not familiar with Reddit, it's a content aggregation slash social media site where users can... Well, first thing, you know, you can create an account uh, so that you can submit content for anything really, you know, funny pictures, news articles, interesting facts, et cetera, et cetera. The other users on the site can then vote on how interesting or uninteresting the content is. In theory, the coolest stuff rises to the top. But much like all social media, it has been corrupted by foreign interests and bots. Anywho, <laughs> there's a subreddit for literally anything. I mean, you can find uh, these are like you think of like, uh, you know, you're drilling down into the forums for the most niche topics. I mean, your most niche TV show. You can find subreddits for daily drawing inspiration posts, uh, your favorite sports team, anything.
2: Maybe one day even a Mr. Bunker subreddit will appear. But most of the time you can find Art and I on the R Hot Garfs a subreddit dedicated to posting sexy and provocative pictures of the cartoon cat Garfield. That's true. We do spend a lot of time there. Oh, man. Garfield in a thong? Sign me up. <laughs> I like Buff Garfield with a huge dong. <laughs> well, we all have different tastes in our hot
1: garfs. That's true. And there's something for everybody. But we're all brought together by our common inspiration in posting those images. Yeah. Horniness. Um, now, Lake City Quiet Pills starts with a prolific user of Reddit. This is you slash religion of peace. All Reddit usernames start with you slash. Um, u slash. But you religion of peace, AKA ROP
2: or Milo, as we'll refer to him interchangeably throughout this story. Religion of peace created his account on December 12th, 2007, uh, which were the early years of Reddit as the site only started in 2005. ROP had a pretty lengthy comment history. He would find posts of all sorts of topics and comment away. He would talk about marijuana, politics, and answer questions slash give advice in the R Ask Reddit subreddit. All with the same snark or grumpiness of a so-called older person. His account is still around if you want to check it out. Head to Reddit.com slash U religion of peace. He also posted a lot about military topics. It really seemed like the person had a vast knowledge of military specific jargon and military history the kind of knowledge that one probably only gets if they've served in the military. At one point, ROP claims to even know what kind of piano wire could kill someone. Also, ROP was a moderator of the r slash jailbait subreddit, a subreddit dedicated to posting pictures of questionably aged girls, actresses, and porn stars who looked underage but were not legally underage. Here's a comment where he defends his habits. Quote, When you're 79, almost every girl is a young girl. Being old does not mean dead. I still enjoy a cute face and a tight body. I also have the hots for your mom, more like as not. End quote. Needless to say, besides being a bit of a grump, ROP was also a bit of a pervert. Yeah, you could say that. And and maybe more than a bit. Yeah.
1: Now, in that post, ROP claims to be 79 years old. And that's, that's kind of an old age to be using Reddit. I mean, now, you know, both his age and military history have come into question as well. For example, in one post commemorating the 65th anniversary of D-Day, the World War II military operation by Allied forces on Normandy Beach in France, uh, on June 6, 2009, ROP commented sharing his experience aboard a troop ship on the day. While he never went ashore, he did ferry soldiers onto the beach. I think kind of the intro to Saving Private Ryan. He also claims to be 79 years old at the time of this post, which would have made him 14 years old on the time of D-Day. And while some soldiers did lie about their age to join World War II, 14 is a wee bit sus without, you know, documented proof. So anyway, if we look back through ROP's post history on Reddit, we can see that a year prior, in 2008, he claimed his age was 70 years old in another thread. And in another thread from 2009,
2: he also claims he stayed in the military until 1987. Overall, your Religion of Peace's comment history is extensive, and from a brief look through, you can tell the person has an interest in military combat. They understand various military jargon, and oddly enough, this uh, so-called 79-year-old also seems to have knowledge as a technical writer or computer programming, uh, more than you would expect of an almost 80-year-old World War II vet. One user who has been active in sleuthing the Lake City Quiet Pill's mystery, uh, named Xenophobe51, Gave an inter- interview to the podcast Thinking Sideways. On it, Zeno, who was, uh, Zeno, I should say, that's short for xenophobe 51. That's right. Uh, who was in the military in the 90s, believes that ROP likely had military experience, but probably the Vietnam era, not World War II, due to his jargon uh, and manner of speech. ROP also frequently promoted his website, lakecityquietpills.com. The site was built like a photo hosting platform like uh, Imgur. Is it Imgur or Imgur? I think it's, technically it's Imager, but I say Imgur. I say Imgur too, so I'm going to say Imgur still. Um, so the, the LakeCityQuietPills.com site was built like a photo hosting platform like Imgur or, if you're old like us, PhotoBucket. I know how to say that one. Basically, users could create an account and upload photos, which they could then la- link to on linked to on sites like Reddit. And as you can probably guess, like most things on the internet, Lake City was used mainly for porn. It was also nicknamed, quote, that old guy's image host, end quote.
1: All right, so now you kind of got some backstory on this ROP fella, but here's the catalyst that sets uh, the whole thing in motion. On Friday, uh, July 17th, 2009, a user by the name of u2-6 would make the following post to the R, which is also uncategorized, section of Reddit. It was in reference to his friend Milo passing away. The post has a very specific spelling errors, so we'll read it as written. I just want to clarify, it's not me not being able to read and pronounce things correctly, bunk funkers. For once. (laughs) So the post goes like this. I'm the person who provided Religion of Peace, the space for that old guy's image host. Milo died today. He was 79 years old. He died at his desk looking at your sight. Milo was a mean old fucker. Mean and onery. He hooked me up with my first gig when I got out of the army. I didn't like finding him like that. Milo didn't have any living relatives and no real friends. And other than his landlady and a few people where he worked, he didn't talk to anyone about much of anything. Me, he just tolerated. As I said, he was mean. I think he... I think he used that as a shield to keep people away from him. Milo thought God was some kind of con game thought up by some lazy sons of bitches who didn't want to work every day. So he's going into the fire on Monday without a service, just like he wanted. I'm planning, on, I'm planning to dump his ashes in the woods in PA near where he was born. Can't put him right there because there's a mall there now. I gave the girl next door his raggedy old cat and most of his books. His computer's and tronic shit He tagged for the Disabled Vets and VVA. All the rest of the stuff is for the Salvation Army. All those years and everything he owned fits in the trunk of my car. I don't know what else to say. I'll miss him, miserable bastard.
2: 2-6 also indicated the coordinates of where he ended up dumping ROP's ashes, which was a Holiday Inn near Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Similarly, I want my ashes dumped at a Motel 6 near Lexington and a Ramada Inn near Concord. And I need you to do that for me, Art. I will fulfill your wishes, Andy. Thank you. Now, uh, Reddit was a bit different back in this time. The site was way smaller than it is today and had way less traffic. This was the early days of social media before it became the dumpster fire hellscape that it is today. So when 26 posted this message to the r slash all page, it actually gained a fair bit of traction because ROP was kind of well known around Reddit for his frequent posting. This in turn led to more users digging into ROP's post history, trying to discern who this guy was. So a few people got to sleuthing around. Now,
1: eventually users found an old account from a website called FARC. FARC is a community website created by Drew Curtis that allows members to comment on a daily batch of news articles and other items from various websites. It's kind of similar to Reddit.
2: They found an account dating back to 2001 called... Quote, Angel two six, and that's two and six spelled out uh, with letters, whose bio read, quote, dispensing Lake City quiet pills to lousy bastards in need of permanent rest since nineteen sixty eight, end quote. The FARC common history on this account was very similar to that of ROP's Reddit account. On Farc, Angel two six had commented primarily about rifles, ammunition, and weaponry. Like ROP this user seemed to have a history of military service and commented primarily about violence and shooting. Angel 2-6 had a number of other accounts as well. Yahoo Answers, websites dedicated to ZBrush, a digital sculpting tool, and Dig, the direct precursor to Reddit. Okay, well, I have this... Okay, well, I have the username SpicyChica 69 but there's like 68 others, so this doesn't mean it's the same person, you know?
1: I mean, that's true, Andy, but... You know, we can reasonably surmise that the users of U2-6 and Angel26 were the same person based on the consistent spelling and grammar mistakes across all these accounts. Now, they can they constantly put uh, the apostrophe in the word didn't after the second D, so that's D-I-D apostrophe N-T instead of after the N where it belongs. They spelled no, K-N-O-W, as in the knowledge form of no, as n o. And they misspelled a variety of other words, such as tolerated or friend. I mean, here's the thing. People say they're the same because it's kind of tough to keep the same shtick up across so many accounts, right? But also, the email used to register the account on FARC was listed as angel.2.6 at lakecityquietpills.com. So these are probably the same guy, but still, after all this evidence was dug up, people still thought that maybe... They kind of just said, so what? This is probably just a
2: big hoax to drive more traffic to this stupid Lake City Quiet Pills website. But what was the deal with the Lake City Quiet Pills site? Well, as we said, the site was mostly used for porn image hosting. But why name it Lake City Quiet Pills? That's not sexy at all. These are all way better and sexier names for a porn image hosting site. Number one, come and look at our images and come. Two, sex bucket. Also, a good band name. That's true. And number three, Chuck Suckin' Fuck, formerly Sneeds. Those are all way better names. Well, some users decided to look at the source code for the Lake City Quiet Pill site and found clues to really jumpstart this mystery. Hidden inside the site's HTML code was a motto which sounded similar to something you've heard before quote, Dispensing Lake City Quiet Pills to lousy bastards in need of permanent rest since 1968, end quote the exact same forum bio as Angel26. The site's HTML source code was chock full of job postings, but but not ordinary job postings. These postings were written in a cryptic manner. Uh, here's, just, here's some examples. Uh, immediate need. 8 to 10 Chinese slash Korean. Fluent Korean slash dialect slash accent details after contact. 12 week half pay sequester on refusal. Two ground types. Fluent Farsi Arabic French. No papers, no problems. Need formed group, 8 to 10. Single op, the live bonus, quote, gentleman's agreement, end quote, insurance, immediate need. Spec, for Ing slash French private security on cruise, must be bondable. And four, Italian slash Spanish speakers, no euro W slash W must be bondable and at the bottom the site read the source code read shade is maintaining the calendar and access to the file dump angel has the job postings for eu and asia we aren't sending anyone to me no one don't ask for listings
1: now we are getting somewhere okay (laughs) and i just want to clarify real quick in case anyone here is a little confused because we're going to bring this up a lot websites Well, they're built with a lot of different things, but eventually they're output into HTML, which is the language that uh, you build websites in. So you can look at the HTML of any website ever, even today. You can right-click on any website and hit view source code, and you can usually look at it. So that's what they're looking at when we say hidden in the source code is someone is looking at that source code page, and they're seeing this stuff sort of written in between the code that would build the site. It's sort of in there commented out, um, kind of not affecting it. So it's kind of hidden in there, right? I just wanted to clarify that now, just what the fuck are these bizarre messages doing hidden in the website source code? Okay. Now sleuths, they went back and forth. They debated what could these codes mean now later in a message detailed the same day as his death was announced on Reddit. That is July 17th, 2009. An unknown individual posted in this hidden message board in the source code, quote, I am sorry to tell you that old Milo died yesterday. He went calm and quiet. He went quiet and calm, not like we all figured. I gave that fat mangy cat of his to the little girl next. No services or nothing. You know, Milo, I'm taking his ashes back to where his farm was close to it. Anyway, there's a mall where his place was. So hoist a few for the old man. Remember what he said. Keep with the man who's got your back. Now, based on a couple of misspellings, which you obviously couldn't tell unless you look at it uh, in this post, we can reasonably surmise that the post was written by Angel 26. But again, what's with these acronyms and cryptic messages? The usage of the term WW is likely believed to be in reference to the term wet work, which is involved in murder for hire scenarios. Now we don't mean the kind of work I do as a professional water park ride tester. And we certainly don't mean my other work as a urine analysis machine. So <laughs> I drink piss and I tell you what's wrong with your piss. <laughs> he calls his business urine analysis. <laughs> we mean hitmen for hire Andy. Oh, these obviously, you know, these, these posts are of a sort of military operative nature. Alternatively, is believed that, you know, this could have been in reference to wants slash warrants. When this was discovered, various people on Reddit started to continue to monitor the site. But this really didn't receive that much attention until a little bit later. New updates would continue to roll into this site's hidden source code sort of
2: job board. On September 30th, 2009, more than two months later, this same person posted, quote, For those who have asked, I bricked Milo's iron key the same day. All is well. End quote. The meaning of this message is actually pretty clear. An iron key is an encrypted hard drive, and by bricking a device, that means you essentially render it useless. By bricking a device, you are, in essence, destroying it and any of the information held on it. By ending the message with all is well, this user is implying that there was incriminating information on Milo's hard drive, which now no longer exists. On November 14th, 2009, Angel26, uh, we surmise, posted again in the hidden source code. Quote, Milo's will cleared probate. Surprise! Milo was loaded. Email Shade if we sent you out in 2005 through 2009. Shade will have checks cut for you. Amount is by how many times, not by pay total. Small share is 3 to 4K. Now, like with other stuff, there's lots of spelling errors in there that yeah. We won't go through, but uh, this all leads uh, us to sound like Milo, who is believed to be ROP, left behind some savings, which was now being distributed to their work associates. Hidden in this porn image website's code was a network of people that were closely associated between 2005 and 2009, at least enough to warrant 3000 to $4,000 in inheritance. Now, a couple more months would pass with little else being
1: disclosed on the site, but in January 12th of 2010, Angel26 returned, this time with an announcement. Happy New Year, everyone. We're having a birthday party for the old man on the 19th. Party starts at 1,500 at the usual. Send your RSVP to Shade. FYI, we're booking a room for three days for anyone coming from out of area and overnight for locals. Come hoist one for Dutch Milo. And another message was posted a few days later. We got 3 we got 38 rooms in the Marriott on 46. Shade has the key cards for locals, pick up at the party. Give your travel name to the desk and that's it. No ID needed since we're covering the bill. Keep the room service under 500, okay? The phones there are not secure. Bus from the hotel leaves at 13:30. Car service vouchers for return trip when you're ready to crash. Don't DUI exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> so what? I mean, that's it. Is that this whole fucking mystery? This whole stupid thing is about a bunch of jailbait, loving old vets having a party at the Marriott. I mean, big
2: whoop, Andy. I party with my friends all the time at a La Quinta Inn. Why well, We know but art uh, where this gets really interesting is some have tried to tie this gathering, this, this alleged party Uh, to one of the most intricate assassinations of the last century, the assassination of Hamas leader Mahmoud al-Mabou. After his release from prison in the mid-1980s, al-Mabou began to associate with Hamas, the organization that petitions for the creation of a Palestinian state. Many consider it a terrorist organization, but it has also been serving as the governing body for the Gaza Strip uh, for more than a decade. Over the next two and a half decades, al-Mabou uh, earned a reputation in Hamas as he worked his way up the ranks. He claimed credit for the murder of two Israeli soldiers, making him one of Israel's most wanted. He did some jail time in Egypt, but continued to rise up the ranks of Hamas. By the mid-2000s, he was serving as the chief logistics and weapons procurement for the military wing of the organization and was playing a vital role in the burgeoning relationship between Hamas and Iran's Revolutionary Guards. So it's pretty easy to see that this guy was a prime target of assassinations. In fact, toward the end of the early 2000s, he became the target of multiple assassination attempts. The first being a failed car bomb. The second was in 2009 when an elite team attempted to poison him in Dubai. Al-Mabu became mysteriously ill, but not fatally ill. So he recovered without knowing he'd been poisoned. He probably felt like me after I shovel all-you-can-eat clam linguine down my throat at Mama Manja's home of the all-you-can-eat clam linguini art. Art, I literally bring a winter shovel and have the head chef strap me down in an old dentist chair as they shovel clam linguine into my mouth for hours. Andy, that's really not necessary. Oh, no. It is art. I start to convulse about two hours in. It's, it's a lot of it's a lot of clam weenie. It's too much. Anywho, this Al Mabu fella, huh? How about him? So because he was unaware that there had been a second attempt on his life, Al Mabu lived his life a little more relaxed than maybe he should have in hindsight. He still had security, though. He lived in Syria, but often traveled around the Middle East, conducting business on behalf of Hamas. He usually traveled under fake names, using fake passports, and more often than not, traveled with a contingent of security guards. Unbeknownst to him, there had been a security breach on his computer. The computer he used to arrange his travels had been compromised by a Trojan horse virus, which is not a tiny wooden horse filled with tiny Greek soldiers who attack your computer like I originally thought. Apparently, it's a computer virus that allows secret backdoor access to your computer and its contents. It allows unauthorized access to your computer, basically.
1: Now, in early January of 2010, Al Mabu booked a flight to Dubai and arranged for hotel accommodations for at least two days on his compromised computer. So on this trip, he was not going to be followed by bodyguards. He would arrive a day the bodyguards would arrive the day after him. So for at least 24 hours, Al Mabu would be in a foreign nation, completely alone. Whoever obtained this knowledge through this hacked computer began to make little travel arrangements as well. On January 19th, 2010, Mahmoud al-Maboud arrived in Dubai, the largest and richest city in the United Arab Emirates. And again, he was flying alone under a fake name and with no security guards. Earlier, a small network of around 33 individuals arrived in Dubai also. They entered using fake names and fake passports and began coordinating their efforts to track al-Maboud. It is believed that this operation was led by at least three main coordinators, codenamed Gail Folyard, Kevin Daveron, and Peter Elvinger. Now, they had coordinated an alleged five trips to Dubai previously to gain intel on the area and do reconnaissance for their mission. Al Mabu arrived in Dubai at 3 p.m. local time, and from the moment he landed, the operatives began to follow him and communicate his location to the others. This is like a real-life spy movie. These operatives, they would dart in and out of sight and enter restrooms and don a new disguise or wear wigs. You know, like spies. Yeah. Even prior to Al arrival, about a half dozen of the operatives arrived to scout out the hotel lobby and make note of the entire layout. You know, the exits, where they gotta go, the different passages. Al arrived at the Al Bustan Rotana Hotel where two operatives are seen on the hotel security cameras described as disguised as two dudes about to play tennis with, you know, they're carrying tennis rackets. One of the operatives follows Al Mabu to his room, while the other stays in the hotel lobby, communicates the information to the rest of the team. The one who follows him to his room doesn't act, however. He just walks past Al Mabu to learn where
2: his hotel room is, which was room 230. All of the operatives' motives and actions are caught on hotel security footage, and a 30-minute timeline has been pieced together for this entire operation. In fact, you can watch the footage yourself. It will be linked in the show notes. Now that the spies have his room number, they immediately rent a room directly across the hall from Almabu, room 237. This acted as their base of operations. Almabu leaves his hotel room sometime Later, and travels to a nearby mall, where he is still tracked and trailed by other operatives. In the meantime, the hotel operation team gets to work. Operatives successfully hack the electronic lock to Al room, allowing them access without his knowledge. While they work on the hacking, another cooperative is disguised as a hotel staff member in the elevator lobby of their floor. When other hotel patrons exit the elevators and attempt to go back to their rooms, these disguised operatives stop them and delay them long enough for the hacking team to finish art this is awesome this is some real spy shit here i know can you imagine how cool it would be to be disguised as someone else even for just a moment god if i could just be disguised as anyone but myself even for a minute man that would be so great god can you just imagine being not me (laughs) for like even a moment oh what a relief Anyway, when Al Mabu returns to his room around 8.30 p.m., he is none the wiser. No suspicions at all. He unlocks his door and has no clue that there are individuals waiting for him inside. Roughly 20 minutes later, the operatives in room 230 begin exiting the room and return to room 237. Within moments, they begin to exit the hotel one by one with all of their belongings in tow. Within four hours, almost all of these men and women have left Dubai entirely with their flights taking them all across the globe to Frankfurt, Bangkok, Zurich, Rome, Johannesburg, Paris, and Doha.
1: Now, Mahmoud al-Mabou, on the other hand, would uh, he would never leave his hotel room because he was dead and dead people can't book travel on airlines, as far as we've, I know. We've tried. We've tried. At around the same time the assassins were leaving his room, he missed a phone call from his wife and his body would not be discovered until the very next morning, roughly 12 hours after he had been killed. On January 20th, the next day, when hotel staff checked in on Almabu, they noticed, they noted that the door was locked from the inside. This included the, the door lock's chain, which the assassins had somehow managed to lock from the outside. This made the death appear natural, and the investigators originally noted the death as being from natural causes. However, more thorough autopsy uh, revealed that there was nothing natural about this death. The assassins injected Al Mabu with a fast-acting muscle relaxant called succinylcholine. Uh, he was completely paralyzed but still conscious. Al was an, unable to resist the electrocution they performed on him. And finally, the pillow used to suffocate him to death. Now, this apparently made the death look more natural than it was. The security cam footage was pivotal for Dubai authorities in recreating the movements of the assassins. These operatives had been scouting the region for a while, checking in and out of various hotels in the region that Al Mabu was known to stay at. This network of operatives had been uh, using fake passports, which came from predominantly Western nations. This included the UK, Ireland, Australia, France, and Germany who were now dragged into this issue without their knowledge or foresight. In addition Several of these operatives had made phone calls to a number in Austria,
2: who's perhaps their coordinator. While some of these assassins had paid their way in cash, many of them had used Payoneer, a specific type of prepaid credit card. These credit cards had been branded in the United States, uh, MasterCards, branded by U.S.-based Metabank, but issued by Payoneer. But it was rumored that the CEO of Pioneer, uh, Yuval Tal, had, directed, had direct ties to Israeli intelligence. Due to the victim being a high-ranking member of Hamas, a, as well as being a long-sought target of their intelligence forces, it made sense that Israel was involved in some fashion. In February of 2010, the chief of Dubai police publicly stated that this assassination was most likely ordered by Mossad, Israel's intelligence force, who had wanted both justice and revenge against al-Mabu for several years at this point. Israel didn't deny the claim, instead choosing to feign confusion in the investigation. Israel's foreign minister even stated that the international press was watching, quote, too many Bond movies, end quote. But I mean, let's be real here, you can never watch too many James Bond movies. I mean, (laughs) come on, I'm I'm a huge James Bond fan. It really comes up for, for some reason, but I just love James Bond. Big part of my lore. Part of my lore.
0: You love James Bond, but you James really bring
2: James him up. Bond, late, yeah. Bring him up. You got him. those DVDs, Andy. You can't hide it from me. I Bring him up more. Uh, you know, I call myself the man with the golden gun. You quit talking about your dick. Well, I did dip it in gold. Um, <laughs> a total of 18 operatives were named and placed on Interpol's most wanted list later that month. But due to their fake identities, nobody knew exactly who these people were. Pictures of 11 of these operatives would be distributed by Interpol, and to this day, they remain unidentified by the world at large. The United States, of course, refused to cooperate with the investigation being handled by the United Arab Emirates. U.S. officials refused to hand over the cardholder details of the Payoneer credit cards used by the assassins, which likely would have shed light on who exactly bankrolled this operation. Another man nicknamed Brodsky was arrested in Poland in June of 2010. He was later extradited to Germany, where he was supposed to stand trial for crimes related to this assassination. There, however, he was soon released on bail and seemingly disappeared into thin air, just like the other assassins. Now, this assassination could easily be a topic on its own. It's literally a conspiracy to commit murder. But how does it relate to Lake City Quiet Pills? The date and
1: time of the Lake City quote, party posting lines up exactly with the assassination of Al Boo, January 19th, 2010. It was already believed that the postings in the Lake City Quiet Pill's HTML source code were of a sort of, you know, assassin or military operative nature calling for Blackwater secret mission type shit and Hitman postings. Could their quote, party, have been code for this assassination attempt? Let's kind of break down the original party post here. So, first we have We got 38 rooms in the Marriott on 46th. Now, who the fuck rents 38 rooms for a party at a hotel? 38, though, is very close to the believed number of operatives, which was 33. Next, we have, Shade has the key card for locals, parentheses, pick up at the party, parentheses, uh, give your travel name to the desk, and that's it. Now, are these key cards the various cards used to check into the area hotels in Dubai? What the heck are travel names? Could these be code for the fake names used by the assassins? And finally, we have, quote, no ID needed since they're covering the bill. Keep the room service under 500, okay? The phones there are not secure, end quote. Again, weird to mention keeping the room service under 500 and to also mention that the phones are not secure. That seems like a very odd spy-esque thing to say, right?
2: Some of the suspects in the assassination were given credit cards issued out of Metabank in Storm Lake in Iowa, which is a town over, about one hour drive, from Lake City, Missouri. In Lake City, Missouri resides the Lake City Ammunition Factory. As of July 2007, the plant produced nearly 1.4 billion rounds of ammunition per year for the U.S. Army. If we connect this to Angel 26's bio, Lake City Quiet Pills, well... Quiet pills are a slang term for bullets. And what is produced in Lake City? Bullets. Lake City quiet pills. This has led many users to believe the assassins involved in the Almabu case were likely connected to Lake City quiet pills in some regard. Then there's also the post that showed up on the Lake City quiet Pills site source page shortly after the assassination on February 2nd, 2010, roughly two weeks later. That post titled Party Bills read as follows: Here is the final for the party. Hotel rooms 48341. Limo 6080. Bus 569. Bar bill 18890. Food 8030. Dancers 8300. Misc tips 850. Misc exp 2840. Med supplies, 180. Parentheses, Fat Tommy and Stu are okay too. And parenthesis. Total, 94,080. You all did Dutch Milo proud. Thanks. End quote. It's believed that these are monetary totals for the supposed party for Milo, a.k.a. R.O.P. If so, these are some hefty bills for a party, huh? Could these actually be code for the money made on the assassination? Afterward, the site source code was encrypted with PGP encryption to prevent users from reading it. As uh, the Lake City people had discovered that Reddit users were posting about their hidden job board. And finally, the site was taken down entirely. We jumped around the timeline uh, here a bit, but uh, the Lake City information was available for only a short amount of time before they discovered people on Reddit were looking into them. Regardless, The mystery has left many fascinated with the true nature of the Lake City Quiet Pills site. So what was it? In the years since the internet mystery unfolded, many
1: have come to believe that the Lake City Quiet Pills is nothing more than just a hoax. Just some weird porn image hosting site with a bunch of weird old military vets. Others have argued that this was an ARG, an alternate reality game, which often utilizes the internet to create weird, complicated puzzles. That's something we sort of covered with Cicada 3301. The thing is, with an ARG, why would somebody go through the trouble of creating decades-old accounts? I mean, remember that Angel26FARC account was created in 2001. And then drafting content for them all over the years and also develop this intricate puzzle just to encrypt the whole thing and remove it entirely once people discovered the mystery. Now, others have pointed out more connections to these strange messages. The name Milo, for instance, could also be a reference to a military intelligence liaison officer which is defined as follows. The military intelligence liaison officer concept has existed for a long time in the United Kingdom. The aim is to have a group of trained intelligence officers available with a broad background who could be quickly deployed to any potential mission area to assist in the planning and preparation of any potential peacekeeping operation prior to deployment. They could also be assigned as temporary reinforcements in case particular intelligence requirements have arisen. Now, could the members of Lake City be some kind of intelligence liaisons assisting with the assassination in some capacity through either resource gathering or intelligence gathering? I mean, there were 33 known operatives involved in this assassination. And obviously, there would need to be some significant work involved in coordinating all this, you know, procuring weapons, travel, IDs, and payment. Finally, there's a the name 2-6, which is believed to possibly be a reference to the phrase 26 6 which is a typical military phrase used to coordinate pulling or cannon fire on a military ship.
2: There definitely seems to be some kind of American involvement here, as there is connections to American banks and their refusal to cooperate with the authorities on the assassination. Then there's the fact that most of the passports were from European countries and Australia, but nothing nothing from the Western Hemisphere. Some users argue over the obvious location of the supposed Blackwater assassination hitman postings. Some points to consider on this are, who is looking for this kind of information in the source code of a porn image hosting site? Also, the posting in the source code may have been a mistake. It is believed that there exists a secret job board forum on the Lake City Quiet Pills site where these jobs are posted and they may have accidentally also been incorporated into the site's source code. Again, unintentionally, through an error in the code which generates the forum. Allegedly, after the job posting in the HTML source code was changed to PGP encryption, someone with access to the actual job forum saw the member discussing it, saying, quote, we fixed that issue, end quote. Some further analysis has been done in recent years into the Lake City Quiet Pills phenomenon. It's mostly loose connections and findings, but we'll include it to give you the whole enchilada. Sometime in 2010, users also discovered that uh, the, the the old guy's image hosting site was an image hosting site for a larger forum site called DrunkStepfather.com. We don't recommend that you go there. Uh, every user on Lake City Quiet Pills was a user on Drunk Stepfather, but not the other way around. Milo slash ROP likely owned and operated Old Guy Image Host and Drunk Stepfather. Users also found that 26 was likely some kind of title or moniker given to users. However, angel 26 was likely an individual user. Some users who have known to be a 2-6 in the site's history are uh, Jarrell Mank, JP4, Pierce. Uh 26s are likely curators for the image site or the job posting. Some believe only the user Shade was in charge of job posting, while the Two Sixes were in charge of the image searching. But after Shade died of cancer, the job posting role may have been p- passed to these 2-6 uh, users. The two sixes only held their positions for a few months at a time before the role was passed to another user. Here's a
1: couple other miscellaneous facts. Angel Two Six's avatar on the forum was a line drawing of a bird of prey, which is very similar to the symbol of the Selous Scouts, which is a osprey. Now, if you don't know, the Selous Scouts was a special forces regiment of the Rhodesian Army that operated from 1973 until the reconstitution of the country as Zimbabwe in 1980. The Selous scouts were a combat reconnaissance force with the mission of infiltrating Rhodesia's tribal population and guerrilla networks, pinpointing rebel groups and relaying vital information back to the conventional forces earmarked to carry out the actual attacks. Members of the regiment were trained to cooperate in small undercover clandestine teams capable of working independently in the brush in the bush for a number of weeks and of passing themselves off as rebels. The scouts were a volunteer force, On one occasion, 14 out of 126 candidates passed the selection process. Now, they were an insanely tough and brutal special forces unit. You can read up on them. In one instance, though, to get information out of some guerrilla fighters, they made them all hold a kind of planking or sort of upward push-up position. Um, And when one of the fighters would give up and fall, they would take them out of sight of the others and then shoot a gun into the air to make the others think they were being killed. This was all to get intel out of the guerrilla fighters so that the ones who were left holding the plank were scared shitless and then they would give up information. I would have lasted like 15 seconds. (laughs) Well, as we all know, Andy, you were a guerrilla fighter in Zimbabwe.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I've boxed my fair share of (laughs) guerrillas.
1: Could this be another possible connection to their military involvement in some sort of special forces operation? I mean, when you think of kind of covert military operatives and assassins you kind of think of these highly trained um sort of dudes now a who is was run on the lake city quiet pill site in 2009 who is is a domain registrant information lookup anybody who registers a domain must fill out information related to their like you know their name address phone number email etc when you buy a domain that's just standard even today you can typically purchase something like who is guard or some other service When you buy a website, it's usually for pretty cheap, like a buck or two. Um, Anyway, this just blocks information from being shown publicly. It will instead display some kind of information for the company whose protection plan you purchased. Anyway, allegedly, the Lake City site, who is, led a connection to a small bank branch with Israeli Mossad connections. Finally, we have Edouard Jordan. Three years ago, a Reddit post to the r slash obituaries subreddit, subreddit was made. Here's what it said. Me, as a friend of Edouard Jordan, who used to be ranked as a master sergeant in the French army, Armée de Terry François. Is that it? Fran- Francaise. Francaise. <laughs> I do want to honor his memory. He served in Afghanistan and Africa. Born in 1984... 1984- Born in 1984, dead in 2016. Left the Army after several tours in 2008. Uh, Since he had been dispensing Lake City quiet pills to lousy bastards in need of permanent rest. He loved hotel parties. He was an only child, odd with no friends but DM. Edward now meets the religion of peace. uh, 39.937343-74.969068. Those coordinates lead to a Motel 6 in Mapleshade, New Jersey. Now, a Google search for Edouard Jourdan reveals an Amazon page for an author of the same name who has published two self-published books, The Murderer's Dictionary and Odyssey of True Infamy and Devil's Score, A Tale of Decadent Omen. Jordan's books on the back cover of the books read this. Edouard Jourdan, a bilingual author, is a computer engineer who started his career as a military <laughs> that's not a misquote. That's what it reads. One man army, and has always been a keen interest in journalism, history, and literature. He's author of the famous "The Devil's Score," earning a reputation through a unique viral marketing campaign on the internet. He's a he's the maestro behind many alternate reality games, such as Lake City Quiet Pills and the Key Lime Pie Mystery. Now, some people believe this guy is just full of shit and just trying to milk internet mysteries to sell his books,
2: but. Would he be related to Lake City Quiet Pills in some capacity? While this topic has been around for a while, it seems to have peaked in interest around October of 2019. Barely Sociable and his YouTube channel is largely associated with the spread of this mystery with his video, Lake City Quiet Pills Explained, which is linked in the show notes. Initially, a follow-up was planned to this video, but nothing ever emerged. Uh, When he finally spoke up regarding the topic... He had this long thread that he published on Twitter, uh, which we're going to read here. Quote, uh, been holding my tongue on this for a while, but Lake City Quiet Pills was a hoax made by a hardcore role player on Second Life. His name was Trent Katsu, and he had a server friend by the name of Tigoro Spotty Stripes. There was no Merc board, and ROP and Milo were the same. I assume that's supposed to be were the same. The guy also went by, like, 49 different names. One, Trent the Thief. Two, Flink. Three, 4, jp JP4. The guy is a technical writer that works in New York, or NY. Uh, parentheses, the paste bin from a while back was somewhat right. Close parenthesis. One final thing is that other users from the at Drunken Stepwit were involved in keeping the legend of, quote, the Mercs alive, end quote. They are just a bunch of old perverts who probably are peed on Second Life. The owner of the DSF forum wouldn't talk to me when I reached out, so who knows what the group of perverts is up to. Oh yes, Trent Katsu is a furry role player too, so yeah. Not too far-fetched, this person would pretend to be something like a military vet. One final perverted detail is that Flink set up a Tor server right after the old guy's image host went down. Who knows what the old pervert was doing setting up a dark web server. Their second life server was called something like Blue Fur Industries. The other thing too is that this group used PGP to communicate. I think the dark web server and the whole r slash lcqp hidden subreddit was for swinger parties. I know all this sounds nuts, but I just couldn't be bothered to make another video on this topic. There's one thread where they talk about some guy bringing his girls to a nightclub likely near New Jersey, New York called Lollipop. Keep in mind the guy who was ROP pretended to be a military vet for respect on Reddit. That is that saddest and most disrespectful shit ever. End quote. So was all this just a bunch of dudes role playing on the internet? I mean, most situations I find myself in are. (laughs) So what's the future of the Lake city investigation? Because the information included prior to this is pretty much the main story.
1: Yeah, there's just a bunch of more kind of random, loose threads. The subreddit for Lake City Quiet Pills, r slash Lake City Quiet Pills, is rather dead and has been for a while. There is a subreddit called r slash lcqp with a few bizarre encrypted posts on them. Lake City Sleuths have uncovered a few comments from users who posted to the r slash lcqp subreddit. Um, their post history, you know, kind of mentioned similar stuff to ROP R- and, and Angel 26, where it's various military service and a few other comments related to Lake City lore, you know, commenting on how they were sad to hear of Milo's passing. One user called Kim um, says something about uh, being a helicopter pilot in the military. Anyway, later it was found out that a guy named Mike slash Trent the Thief owned a small web hosting business called crystalwinds.com that allegedly hosted the Lake City domain and site. There was a verified Q&A with Mike, and here's a few of the questions and answers. Mike says, here's the deal. I tried my hand at web hosting for small local businesses without much success for several years. I met night a guy named Oscar who hired me to host an image website. That's as far as I was involved. I had a dedicated IP and he had a server that he wanted online. He paid 50 bucks cash a month. When they left, he sold me their server, which I immediately resold to someone, a young lady whose name I can't remember from a forum. After playing, after paying Oscar for the server, I never heard from him again. I never dealt with anyone else at LC except by email. Three to four different people emailed as Angel26 when they were when there were server issues they couldn't fix remotely when they'd crash the image host software. The first 2-6 sometimes signed as Jero, Another one is Bishop. Jero didn't write well. Grammar, spelling, phrasing. Bishop and Pierce could both write well enough, but one was very terse and had no sense of humor, and the other was pretty wordy. There was another 2-6 two too, but I only know about him because Shade told me he, he was new. A week later, he was replaced. No emails from him. Here's another question. Were you aware of the hidden message board on LCQP? Mike answers. I never looked at the image host except to upload images, check log files, restart it, or when ISP shut down the connection after they received an offensive image report. There were some other reports, but most people reported them with TOS violation email address. It was definitely not a kiddie porn site. They didn't like hate stuff or gore either and amended the TOS boilerplate to state as much. I went to Reddit and read about the buried information after you emailed. I don't think I have hidden anything on a public page that way. But they weren't techie. Anything you don't want to see really needs to be behind some sort of
2: autho system. Oscar is believed to be Shade, uh, who is referenced in the various postings regarding ROP's death and the party. A Reddit user named uh slash sword of something made a post sometime in 2019 where they listed their theory regarding Lake City Quiet Pills. Uh, Sort of something says, Dutch Milo was likely not an actual person's name. It was likely the running nickname of Almabu. If you were conducting surveillance and the eventual assassination, would you use the name Plasma Screen, which is Mossad's code name for Almabu, in your communications, or something more realistic, Dutch Milo? A placeholder for the old LCQP website was first listed in 2004. Al-Mabou was released from an Egyptian prison after three years near the end of 2003. When released, he became an important person in Hamas, which would have put him high on Israel's terrorist radar. They could have used the secret forum for the website to communicate privately about his activities until his assassination was greenlighted, first in 2009, then again in 2010. Uh, There had been a 2009 attempt the year before to poison Almabu, which failed. I believe the name Dutch Milo was composed of two parts. A. Dutch. I believe this is the location of the off-site management team for the hit. The reason for this is because during the time the team was on the ground in Dubai, several calls were made by them to Austria. Most Austrians consider themselves German or Deutsche, which sounds like Dutch. B. Milo. Milos just sounds uh, a little bit like a nick for Mahmoud Al Mabou. <laughs> Should you all think that I am off my kilt, there is something more recent. There is some more recent information to back up my previous. In 2017, a redditor named you slash uh, death in Detroit signed up for Reddit to make one post, only one. On the 21st of March 2017, Death in Detroit posted a memorial for his friend Edouard Jordan. I believe this was a message to the team that a hit on another high-ranking Hamas member named Mazen Fukaha had been green-lighted. Fukaha was killed on the 25th of March, 2017, four days after the Jordan Memorial post. I also believe that, like Dutch Milo, Edward Jordan was the running nick for Fukaha. Remember, Death in Detroit said that Edouard Jordan was friends with DM, Dutch Milo, Fukaha was a high-ranking member of Hamas, Hamas's Al-Qassam Brigades, uh, which is Hamas's military branch. Funny thing, Mahmoud Al-Mabou was also a high-ranking member of the Al-Qassam Brigades. They would have known each other very well and both had served time for their terrorist activities, Al-Mabou in Egypt and Fukaha in Israel. Now, Al-Mabou did die several years before Fukaha, but they were both long-time Hamas members. Now, can anybody think of a better place to hide a secret online place of communications than a hidden forum on a kiddie porn site? Who's going to stumble on that one by accident and talk about it? Ha ha ha. So,
1: what was Lake City Quiet Pills? Was it a secret forum for assassin job postings? Or was it a jailbait-loving, valor-stealing furries? (laughs) I mean... I run through these two options every episode. I know. I I consider these two possibilities at
2: literally every choice in my life. (laughs) Assassins or valor stealing furries. I mean, which one is it? It's that's all life is. It's either you're either being assassinated or you're dealing with valor stealing furries. (laughs) Did members help orchestrate an
1: assassination of an internationally wanted man or was it a bunch of old vets just role playing on a porn image site? Either way, bunk You've made it down this internet mystery rabbit hole. And at the bottom, you didn't find no rabbit. Oh, no. What you found was Andy and Art of Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy (laughs) Time Podcast waiting to serve you up the whole enchilada. Lake City, Wyatt Pills. (laughs) Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time podcast will be right back after this brief message.
0: <laughs>
2: it sure is chilly outside, Art. Andy, where's your jacket? Art, did you hear me? The wind chill is 30 below. Andy, I think you have hypothermia. You know, Art, with the horrific chilly weather outside, the only thing that'll warm me up is listening to Andy and Art Debunked, available only on patreon.com slash mrbunkerpod.
1: Are you seriously
2: shilling our Patreon right now? Oh, Art, <laughs> laughing at the antics of Andy and Art is all the warmth I need. And for just five dollars a month, I get access to all the episodes of the show, behind-the-scenes updates, sneak peeks at episodes, and I can chat with Andy and Art on the Bunker Discord. Andy, we need to get you to a hospital. We need to get me to patreoncom slash It's So chilly. Oh God, I'm chilled to the bone. <laughs>
1: Hey, welcome back, listeners. That was a research of Lake City Quiet Pills. <laughs> I don't know I'm singing football. Yeah. Is
2: it <laughs> Monday Night Football? Dun, Are you trying to do the Bond dun, thing? Dun, <laughs> dun, you, you would know dun, you're a huge dun, James Bond fan and it
1: never comes dun, up. Dun, you know, Andy, I put that in the script because I feel like you're a huge James Bond
2: fan, but you... You just never bring it up. Yeah. Well, I don't know why I don't make more reference. I mean, I read that and I was like, hey, I you know, art's right. I should make more James Bond. References. So I'll resolve right here. I mean, knew you knew me. I'll make more James Bond references. <laughs> you make plenty of Simpsons references. Yeah, That's true.
1: History, sports references, but you never bring up James Bond. It's something it's true. you love. It's
2: true. Well, you have the you whole know, collection at your house. Well, you know, Simpsons quotes. I I rattle them off. Um, you know, Because there's not as big of a fandom. I guess, you know, it's like sometimes it's just hard to get Bond quotes out of the jaws of my brain. I mean, it's an odd job trying to make all of these oh, references all the Lord. time. <laughs> Plus, you know, I'm pretty distracted at home. I mean, I'm getting pussy galore. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> I was going to say something like you're a real octopusy" when it comes to... <laughs> making references
2: well you know you only live twice art so (laughs) never say never again um live and let die yep i will
1: (laughs) and you know and if and if and if got you know and if they say if they
2: if the if they bring up some kind of cure for whatever ailment you got you say doctor no yeah no i gotta go i mean i'll swear right now on her majesty's secret service i am not gonna take the cure Doctor No. It's gonna. I got a gold finger, and that's that's the way I likes it. Well, you know, Andy,
1: I mean, you really got to bring your spirit to a quantum of solace. I got
2: a, I got a gold finger. I got a thunderball. I got, I got enough. I mean, it's fine. I'm, I'm healthy. <laughs> you don't want to come back as a specter. No, I got, I got a gold finger, a thunderball, a golden eye. I mean, the world's not enough for me.
0: <laughs> oh god!
2: i've got all this money i'm gonna to go to the casino royale and oh fuck you <laughs> get my balls whipped through a chair
1: <laughs> then you'll have a real gold number i mean I, yeah i mean no spy will want to shag you no oh uh, wait what are we talking about <laughs> well i am an international man of mystery that's right all right, Andy, what do you, I mean, what do you, this is a wild theory, huh? You've never heard of this one before.
2: I never had heard of this, and this is, um, I'll be, I'll like, let me say this. When I first read about this in limited reading, like just to get a feel for what it was, I was like, I don't get it. I don't see what the big deal is. Okay. But that's limited reading. Right. And then I read. And limited brain capacity. You know, with, with, uh. With everything that's in the script put together. Um, which, can we say, one of the most up-to-date... Uh, looks
1: into this story.
2: Yeah. Mr. Bunker, Scoops, podcast. As as of today, this is the benchmark. This is the benchmark. Mm-hmm. To which all other Lake City Quiet Pills information aspires. Shame on everybody else if yeah, we're the benchmark.
0: Shame! shame.
2: <laughs> but what were you going to say after everything was put together? After everything's put together and like seeing all this information together... I have a, I have this feeling, and I can't shake it, that I'm like, yeah, so what?" Oh, you fucker! I knew you would do this. I knew you wouldn't be surprised, but it's, I mean, it's so tenuous. Everything is so tenuous. But look, tell me, this assassination, like, which people, is real? The assassination, the assassination is, real. is real. No, no question. And about it's that. cool. It's, it's very real. The video. I mean you can see it the video is not super interesting. It's not that interesting. But you know there's it's, real spies, it's, real life spies. It's kind of it's kind of neat to have that window on it through CCTV. Yeah. Um, real life spies carrying out a real life assassination and then slipping out like fucking Jason Bourne into just nothing. You you know it's funny it cuz it's like watching that you get that sense like like a hotel is a busy place, right? Yeah. And you and you rec- you understand that as an adult, you understand that that's true, but it's like, Oh man, it'd be so easy to just like go into a hotel and do whatever you wanted. Right? I guess so. Like, look, I mean, they had a room and stuff, but they had to do some spy shit. They hacked his room, which, and then the way that they killed him is like, I don't know. How that worked, yeah. And apparent. I mean, apparently, the uh, the, the company knows that, how to do that. That makes the locks, like that's that's a thing you can do with it. So they probably knew that they would be able to hack the lock on the door, which seems like a real security vulnerability. That lock company probably had to change its methods, but uh, that's cool. And and that's the assassination is very real. I mean, Mahmoud Al Mabu was 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 literally assassinated in Dubai. Um, it just like. Initially, there's some speculation that these people are like mercenaries or they're like Blackwater types. Look, this, this, this thing, this operation has Mossad written all over it. Stealing passports without (laughs) any, without asking for permission, like not working with any other intelligence agency. Yeah. Like that's Mossad all the way. Classic Mossad. It's classic Mossad. And you know, it's like I know that people are trying people are grabbing at straws with this, I think, with the with the Payoneer stuff. Frankly. Like I get what they're saying, but Payoneer, it's not like you have to go to that town in Iowa that's near Lake City to get one of these cards. Like just because it's a metabank branded card, like if the guy connected to Payoneer is connected to Israeli intelligence, he could probably just ask somebody in the company, like, hey, get me a couple of those metabank. Branded. Mm-hmm. Like get me some get me the credit card that's the most obscure brand. They're MasterCards. Yeah, but I mean the one that's branded that's the most obscure brand. Right. And it's like, oh, they found some little Podunk bank that they do in like Iowa. I mean, I don't know anything about MetaBank. Maybe it's not Podunk, but you know what I'm saying? Like that's a good for cl- lollipops. Well, yeah, but it's fine. <laughs> they okay. have checks with little dogs on them. All right. Well, then it's a good operation. I got ah. the checks of the Hindenburg crash. <laughs> There's a Simpsons reference. I did it. <laughs> um Art's doing Simpsons references now. Watch out! bunkers. you know, it's just to me you you have to make a leap, right? Okay, sure. You have to leap and you have to I, say, like, okay, the geographic proximity of these two places is too weird to ignore. I just don't to me it like it doesn't.
1: Do you think that the guys involved? Were military vets in some capacity.
2: Maybe. Or are they role players? I think it could be both. Okay. I, okay. Like, be, you can convince me. Maybe. Like, I'm open, I'm coming at this open-minded, but to me, imi- initially, you know, you blanket thought. I think it's a role-playing. Right. I think it's a role-playing right. thing. That's right. I think it's a very elaborate role-playing with people who have way too much free time. Yeah, well, very true
1: uh and i know you're you're looking at that because you're like how the fuck do these motherfuckers have so much free time
2: how do they get this is so elaborate like who can be on reddit all day like
1: <laughs> disabled vets who can't work yeah and uh I don't have any playing. friends or family <laughs> yeah love role-playing and young girls a little creepy yeah but uh okay so we we're up in the air about whether these are role players or vets how do you make what do you make of the posts though those weird posts that like Weirdly, kind of line up with the assassination, with the numbers, the dates of the postings. Like, what is that? Are where is? Is it just a coincidence that their weird little role play game lined up with this
2: actual real life international assassination? Well, a date is a date, right? Lots of stuff happens on a date. It's not like the assassination of Mahmoud al uh, Mahmoud uh, al Babu was the the only thing that happened on that date. Right. So I could pick any. Fucking thing out of the universe that happened on that date and probably find a number that's over thirty because that's the number that they have. The number that they used was thirty eight and the actual number of operatives is believed to be thirty three so it doesn't even match it's not even exact, so I could pick anything with a number over thirty three and say like mm-hmm, it's it's probably like this is probably what it was right like i I feel like I mean I understand why people selected that it's because of all the other stuff. But I also think that it's it's a little bit misleading to say, like, that evidences some level of correlation between the two things. We only have the one. Like, if we could line up any of their other
1: postings with yeah. other... I guess you don't really know
2: about a lot of world covert assassinations. I mean, I guess that's true, but... I mean, again, the world found out. Classic Mossad. Not doing it quiet enough that nobody finds out. It's classic Mossad. Well... I mean,
1: nobody found out, but nobody gave a shit. Like, nothing happened.
2: Well, yeah. They got away with it. Uh, Israeli None of those dip- fucking Israeli got Israeli diplomats got, like, expelled from the U.K., and and then, they, you know, they faced some backlash, but it's the same thing that Israel... I think it could have been done sloppier. Yeah, it could have been sloppier, for sure. But it's, you know, it's the same thing that Israel always does. They do something, like, really provocative, and then everybody goes, ooh, you shouldn't have done that. And then they're like... And then everybody moves on. I mean, there's no, they face no real repercussions for anything. Yeah. Well, which is a whole other thing. But I you
1: could say that, you could also say that about a lot of countries yeah, and yeah, a lot yeah. of their dealings and different things for sure. I mean, the United but,
2: States faces no repercussions for literally anything. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, I don't, don't want to just put this all on Israel, but sure, like, sure. Like, the United States, the UK, like, we could do whatever we want and there's no repercussions. Right. I was, I've
1: been, as you know, past couple weeks i was interested in learning about the balkan wars and how we may or may not have well we likely did play a big hand in a lot of the stuff that went down there
2: art's usually only interested in the bulking wars yeah
1: bulking up getting big increasing my squat and my deadlift um but you know yeah you're you're exactly right Andy. you're exactly right Okay, so what do you make of the idea that maybe these guys, because they have such lengthy military careers, because they're just kind of sitting around, they have the contacts, they obviously have some kind of knowledge, right? Like they've spent a long time in the military, and you do work in any of these special forces, you know? I mean, you kind of get a lot of good skills at like tracking people and killing people and like how to survive and be just like a I mean, like a fucking Rambo, you know, like a fucking mm-hmm. one man, like these celloist scouts. You read about the, some of these guys and what they had to go through and like all the training they received. They literally are like fucking assassins. In tra- and that's why it's hard to become a Navy SEAL. <laughs> it's yeah. hard to become Delta Force because not everybody has the fucking mental capacity and physical strength to and and and, and endurance to fucking
2: pass these. Uh, tests. Yeah, you have to be wired a certain way. You have to be a certain kind of person for sure. A- and and I and I don't I don't want to discount any of that. I mean, I know that like special forces, like they they train strictly, and yeah, they come out with a lot of skills uh, and stuff. And I have no doubt that you know the team of assassins working on this obviously did stuff that I could never do. And like just in terms of the coordination and being able to pull it off, and then they've never been identified positively despite the fact that their faces are all on camera and stuff like they did enough to change their appearance uh obscure their appearance uh and then with the use of fake passports obviously their true identities are a mystery right uh because we know from the investigation that the identities of the people were uh a lot of actual citizens of those countries they just stole their you know their passport information Uh, Or I guess in the case of Ireland, I think it was there were no people by those names, but the numbers were taken from people. So it's like a mixture of stuff. But then, you know, for like people in the UK, I think most of those folks were dual citizenship, UK and Israel. Uh, And so they targeted it seemed like it was targeted toward people with dual citizenship. You know, I guess you could get back to that question is like, did they do that because that's a Mossad thing and Mossad? That's kind of how they operate. Or is it somebody trying to make it look like Mossad? Right. But nevertheless, it's still a complicated operation to pull off, like stealing someone's passport. So you
1: could kind of say that maybe these Lake City guys were involved in some
2: capacity in just the administrative part of it. Maybe. What do you think about that? If they were, though, to me, isn't this the most like sloppy part of it? The Lake City stuff?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's my big hang up is why the fuck wouldn't they make a tour site originally? Maybe they didn't know. My my kind of theory, my running theory is like, okay, you got these like kind of retired military vet kind of guys who have a lot of connections, have a lot of certain skills, you know, like taken. <laughs> they have a certain set of skills, and maybe you got they a lot can. of Liam Neeson's. Here. A lot of Liam Neeson's. Maybe they're not on the ground. They're all, they're all obsessed with underage women, just like Liam Neeson in that movie, <laughs> getting back his <laughs> underage daughter.
2: Yeah, you know, if she was an adult, he would not have cared. And not have you a know, a that's shit. true.
1: Little people didn't know they didn't watch the deleted scenes from Taken where uh, Liam Neeson talks about how he's the going to become the moderator of the jailbait subreddit.
2: Yeah. And they did. There was, you know, they shot like basically two movies. Yeah. Uh, there's the movie that made it to theaters, uh, Taken. And then there's the version of the movie where the daughter is an adult. And, you know, he gets on the phone with the terrorist and he's like, oh, I, I don't give a shit. She can fend for herself. And then he hangs up and then it's just him like reading the newspaper and stuff by a fire. Yeah. For like an hour. And then his wife comes back. I don't know if he has a wife. I've never seen the movie. And he's like, oh, Ex-wife. by the way, our daughter got kidnapped. And she goes, well, fuck her. <laughs> Adults shouldn't get kidnapped. That's kidnapping. <laughs> and that's how the movie ends. That's right. Um, where
1: the fuck was I going with this? So, okay, you've Your got theory. these military vets with a certain set of skills. Maybe they have connections. They know how to procure things. They know how to help. They can help administrators some of this stuff. They are also perverts. <laughs> clearly so they start this lake city quiet pills website and then they just kind of they're like well we got that let's just use that and so that's why they use it to set up their email addresses which is a thing a lot of people like to do is uh that mike guy from crystal winds talks about that he's like i have clients who just you know like they'll just or someone else was talking about it maybe someone on the thinking sideways podcast uh which we're not affiliated with in any way but you know Kudos to them. Um, You know, uh, uh, what was I saying here? So so they were saying like, you know, people sometimes will just start servers up and just like they won't have like a website, but they'll use the domain name of that website to forward email and check email and stuff. Mm -hmm. Maybe these Lake City guys kind of did something like that. And then they had this like hidden job. Maybe this hidden forum. Where they discuss certain things like this, but they're like idiots and they didn't know how to properly code the forum into the website, and so it kind of got leaked into the source code because it makes it makes no fucking sense to put stuff
2: in the HTML source code. So it's so this stupid. Is, this is this is like a big question for me, and this might really change how I think about it. And this is for you because I'm not smart enough. Well, I'm not smart either. Well, you're smarter just, than me. About I've just it. read about it. So there's this just better, well read, more well. well Whatever, but you know about websites. I know about websites, and all I know is how to click on them and jerk off. That's true. So I don't know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, I had to show you. I had to teach you how to jerk it's off. True,
1: you did. You taught me how to jerk off. <laughs>
2: uh, ten years ago today, <laughs> uh, the but there's this the text that pops up in the in the source code. Um, like I understand the concept of the source code. Is it? is this more like, is there any way to understand better? Is it just that they were like posting messages in the source code? Like, Oh, nobody will look here and we'll just post messages. Or is it that, I mean, obviously, you know, it seems like maybe there was just a forum that they did poorly and it leaked the, the postings all kept getting copied into the source code instead of just staying in the locked forum part of the site. Um, but I guess my, I guess my thinking is like, Did they really, were they really just actually posting it into the (laughs) source code? Because it was like, oh, this is like a thing people come check here. And this is a place that everybody can look. Because like my feeling is if they were just putting it in the source code by themselves, it's like, okay, clearly they intended that someone would find this. Like that speaks to me like more of a role play. Like, ooh, I want somebody to find this little hidden like Easter egg thing. But if if it's literally like there was a locked a locked forum, like a hidden forum that only certain users had access to, and they just fucked it up, and it was all the posts were just getting copied directly to the source code, then maybe I feel
1: different about it. I don't know. Nobody knows. Okay. Um, people theorize that it's the leakage thing because they encrypted it and they covered it up as soon as they found out that people on Reddit. We're looking at it Um, The the timeline is hard to get And it's hard to get the like It's There's not a lot of like concrete evidence Because it's all old yeah, And it's like not saved And anyone who was actually looking at it When it was happening is like not around And the people who are looking Interested in Lake City now Are interested in it because of people like Barely Sociable's video And the Thinking Sideways podcast on this topic And other podcasts that have done this topic Um those are the people that are interested in, but it's like, you can't like Lake city quiet pills is gone. Uh, I tried to look at the Wayback machine to get the source code myself, but I, that wasn't loading and wasn't working either. I have no idea if that works. Um, I'm not going to go look on drunk stepfather. Uh, the link that somebody took of a bunch of screen caps of certain forums on drunk stepfather were, uh, I can't get links to those. Those are broken. Like everything's years old now. And like no one has really maintained it. Yeah. The way that like people on cicada 3301 have, because I think a lot of people are just like, this is stupid.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And also like, there's nothing going on. Like, well, you know, I don't know. There's something about it to me that barely sociable did this video. And in the video he says like right away, like, Oh, the age discrepancy thing for him. Like he almost quit working on it right then. Because he immediately felt like this was a charlatan. But he pressed on. Thought there were some weird coincidences and things. Did the video. Yeah. Promised a follow-up. Right. Nothing's ever been put out. I think he should do a follow-up. Yeah, I think so. But the the Twitter thread, you know, basically says, like, this is all just a bunch of people, like, fucking around, doing role play. And they're into weird. But he doesn't really provide any proof for that. No, he just kind of says it. And it's weird to me that he makes the comment, like, it's not worth my time or whatever to do a follow-up. It's like, why not? Yeah. Like, what about, like, even if the follow-up was five minutes, like, I mean, I don't know what his time is worth. I mean, my time is completely worthless. So it's like, even if it's just a follow-up to say, like, here's all the stuff I found out and here's how I found it out.
1: He's too busy doing other videos that are getting millions of views.
2: (laughs) Yeah. he He has a lot more
1: to work for than me. Um. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I I can't explain why these guys wouldn't just make a tour site to begin with. The thing that they, like, took it all away once they got found out makes me think that maybe they are a little bit legit. Yeah. Or maybe they're just embarrassed and they don't want people to find them. Or maybe that's one way they know that they keep people interested is by...
2: Um making it more mysterious by encrypting it?
1: I think that it was a mistake in the secret forum. I think there was a secret. Now, Mike, that Mike guy says that he wasn't aware of any secret because you have to, you have to code a forum in a certain way. You can't just write HTML and CSS and make a forum, right? That's a, that's the basis of a website. Their website was likely written in PHP, which is a, like a server kind of scripting language that you can use. Uh, yeah, it famously, stands, stands uh, for pretty hot Word, penis. WordPress is written in PHP. It's it's a pretty simple language. Yeah, pretty hot penis. Uh, pretty hot penis. And um, I mean, I don't personally know if that error exists that you can accidentally print things into the uh, index of your website through uh, like... Like, the index of your website through, like, PHP scripts as comments? <laughs> like... Because it does seem weird, right? It's commented out. So, like, yeah, it that is weird that that would happen. I don't know. It's tough. It's a tough call. But on one end, I want to just say, like, hey, if this really is fucking furries who are valor-stealing and jailbait-loving furries who are role-playing... And they fooled me. I guess kudos. I'm not hard to fool. <laughs> like, you fuckers got me. Uh, there's just some weird lineups. I mean, there's just some weird stuff that lines up, you know, just the date of it all and being like, oh, but I don't know. Maybe that's the game to, like, put stuff out and they let other people make the connections. You know? what's What was the
2: date? January 19th. It was 2010. Ten. I'm just going to do, on this day, what happened? Famous death. Bill McLaren, Scottish rugby commenter, passed away. Let's see. All right, that's all that happened. So, I don't know that that's a very great website. Uh, Let's see. Ooh. Uh on January nineteenth, two thousand ten, the United Nations Security Council increases the size of the United Nations stabilization mission in Haiti by thirty five hundred. Ooh. That's almost thirty-eight. See, I could do it with anything. I uh, think it's I
1: think it's it is a it is a supposed number that there was 33 operatives in total right i mean that that is like you know something else that's pretty cool about that whole situation is that most most like james bond would be a horrible spy in real life because he's (laughs) like he's so unique he's like fucking handsome he's well dressed he sticks out like a sore thumb everybody knows his real name yeah (laughs) all these spies were like just the most basic blend into the crowd looking people five foot eight average builds just just normies
2: nothing really crazy about them not that nuts that's the you know it's funny though that's the way that's the thing that they want it yeah well i mean i guess my whole thing is like it's so fucking wild that like real spy shit exists i mean i guess it's like it has there's a basis for it but it's just wild it's like i know those job postings are weird yeah and it is weird but In a way, it's like, if you were, if you were role playing, isn't that the kind of stuff that you would do? Yeah. The job postings don't freak
1: me out as much as the fact that like the party, the party and the weird, like amount of money thing that they posted line up weirdly with this Alma bood thing. Does the money though? I guess the money does not It's just a weird, like, what is that money? What does that mean? Those amounts.
2: You know, it's obviously not a real party. I think that I think that perverts always have like some kind of like code that they talk in when they get in groups, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. Really could be a second. Like, I don't thing. know really know much about like perverts. I'm going to call perverts. <laughs> I'm using. I'm using. This is such a broad term. I'm so. Excuse me, I, sir. I'm disparaging so many
1: people. I'm a this. pervert who's into bestiality, not yeah. some freak who's into jail bait. I know. I but, just want to have sex with a horse. Look,
2: I don't want to. I don't want to shame anybody. Like, I don't care what your kink is. <laughs> uh, but perverts, like people who are yeah, to in, a degree, <laughs> who are, who are into sex, like think about people like swingers. Like, I'm not saying swingers are perverts. Some of them are. Yeah. But not all of them. But like, there's a whole code. Right. You know, it's like, oh, you're in the lifestyle. Like, it's not, I'm a swinger. You don't tell people you're a swinger. You oh, say, I'm in the lifestyle. Like, they have- Hey, a whole you code. want to come fuck my wife and I'll fuck yours? Exactly. <laughs> like, why not just say it? But no, they talk in code. Right. And so it's like, if these are like or furries, like in, uh, the there's mafia. probably there's probably a furry code. And if these are like people who went to all this trouble, it's like they probably have an elaborate code. And part of me is sort of like, if, if religion of peace, if ROP is like really this- um, he's filling this role. He's like Charlie for Charlie's Angels. Like, if he's really this role, like, why is he posting so much shit on Reddit all the time? Like, he's literally, and like, advertising this website. Like, he's actively, like, threatening his, his livelihood by doing that. And then the, the stuff that he's posting is weird. You know, it's not impossible that a 14-year-old would have been on D-Day, but, like... I don't know. He's, he's been known to lie. Yeah. I mean, it's like my own grandfather lied about his age to get into the war early. My grandfather, like fucking grandson. You're a liar. Oh, yeah. I lie about a lot of stuff. It was so.
1: He <laughs> looked at me for like half a second. Like, what the fuck's is he talking it's
2: because about? You, it's because you were mumbling. And all I heard was grandfather fucking grandson. And I was like, oh, <laughs> what? This is weird. We took it in a weird place. But you didn't have sex with your grandpa? What are you, a freak? <laughs> yeah
1: excuse me sir i i am I, don't group all of us perverts together I just want to have sex with my grandpa yeah. I'm not, I don't i'm, not I'm an adult i'm
2: an adult i'm allowed to <laughs> uh no but he lied about his age uh to get into like his mother had to like sign a statement about mm. his age and he lied they both lied so that he could get, enter the army he could volunteer for the army and uh it was like to the point that even as a kid we didn't I didn't know for sure when his real birthday was because there were two different dates because it's whatever they put on the thing, which was earlier in the month. Like, it was only a little bit earlier. Oh. So it's not like he lied by, like, six years or anything. But, uh... So I know that that happened. Sure. It's just... 14's pretty young.
1: There, I think there was some document that, like, showed, like, a 14-year-old did lie,
2: but it's like... Yeah. There's got to be some circumstances there yeah. because, like... <laughs> You know, in he that- most likely is a Vietnam era
1: military. I I believe that that the Xeno guy who was in the military in the nineties. I believe that other military people can pick out yeah. other military people. There's a certain jargon.
2: They have acronyms for fucking everything. Yeah, you know, and it's fine. Like a yeah, I mean, perverts can be former military, and they can be Vietnam vets, and yeah. that's fine. And. Well to a certain degree. Well yeah, I mean I'm not sure that Jailbait is like, We're not defending Jailbait. Like no, I don't I don't want to say that's fine. I don't I think that's very wrong. In fact, yeah. like I just want to go on the record here real quick <laughs> and say like okay, I'm I'm in my middle 30s now, right? Okay. Uh not to not to like ruin the lore of me being like a 60 plus year old man. Okay. But I'm in my middle 30s now and do you ever like you ever, like, see another person? You're like, oh, that's a very attractive person. Yeah. And then you find out, like, oh, that person's 19. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have I should felt yeah, that way. Yeah, you feel gross. And it's like... The older you that get, person's the a grosser a legal, you start to a get. a legal adult. Yeah. But it's, like, people that are, like, uh, below 25, I'm like, those are children. Yeah. Like, I can't... You can't find them as attractive I can't, anymore. I can't, like... I need to know that this person is, like, over 30 yeah. <laughs> to feel attracted to them. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't, I don't <laughs> like myself. I know, yeah, it's true. And so... Jailbait to me I don't get I don't understand it. Uh first of all, it makes me very uncomfortable. Oh yeah. Because to me it's it's basically like it's like there's kitty porn and then this is like kitty porn A. light. Yeah. Yeah, diet kitty porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like I it's like it's for people who are like it's like people who who people who want to drink like Michelob Ultra but they don't want to go They're like I want to look at pornographic images of children but I also don't want to get in trouble for it. So I right. want to find the youngest looking. Right. And it's, I don't, and there's a lot of like
1: creepy posts that he has, like in his posts, he's yeah. talking about how flat a girl's chest is and like yeah. all this other weird shit. It's yeah. creepy. It's and fucking it's, weird.
2: It's creepy to say things like, Oh, I, I can look, enjoy the scenery and not pick the flowers. It's he like, said okay. that he, did, he said, he's had a quote like that. That's like weird. It's, like, it's, it's creepy. It's creepy. It's weird. I don't like it. Um, um, But you know, it's like creepy, creepy perverts like that can be Vietnam. vets. And you know, maybe this guy was older. I'm not saying that it is weird though, right? That an older person would be like on the ground floor of Reddit. Yeah. But, I mean, if he did have some experience as a technical writer, which yeah. I guess I don't really know hundred
1: percent what that is. Obviously, they're not that good at setting up websites. <laughs>
2: well, that's the thing, is like if this I, guy maybe not. I don't if this guy's like putting all this information in like a programming forum, like it leads me to believe that this is either a younger person who's like more attuned or this is like, like it makes, it makes that whole like bleeding into the source code thing seem even more suspicious. Especially if Mike's saying, especially if Mike's saying there isn't a secret forum, like then it makes me feel like, Oh, they're just, they're literally just dropping it in there and it's designed so that people will find it. You would need something with authorization. And
1: and then that makes me wonder like why they wouldn't use a tour site or a dark website right off the bat for a military hitman-for-hire contracting
2: jobs. I mean, contrast this, which was Cicada 3301. Like, in Cicada, it's a bunch of guys with no real clear purpose right? making some super hard puzzle for everyone to figure out, and they've gone to every level of security. Like, it's impossible to figure out who they are. Meanwhile, this, these people, Lake City Quiet Pills, they have a legitimate need probably to obscure their identities and they're doing such a bad job at it. (laughs) Like they're leading people directly to them. And yeah, like it just, it doesn't seem credible to me. Like, I think it's more, I think it's people fucking around like doing a role play. Like the guy was probably just like an active Reddit user. Um, People with a lot
1: of free time on their hands can concoct some pretty wild scenarios.
2: You a hundred percent. I'll agree with you. Andy has his hand raised up to the sky, and I, you know, it's like people who, <laughs> people people who do have a lot of free time on and don't have a lot of like social interaction. Like I think social interaction is is really good for this because, um, like the internet, the internet always validates you almost always because there's always you can always find somebody to validate whatever you say, right? Even if you say something that's super fucked up, there's somebody else who's had that thought. It's like people who are fans of this show. like you're validating two sick, disgusting, demented men. we we need to be put in our place, and none of you do that. And frankly, you're responsible for this. <laughs> uh, but you no, know, you're right. if you're you, right. if you if you only go online and right. you don't have like another person in your life who who checks you, like if you have if you know, let's say this this story about him like being an older guy living alone, being a grouch, not having friends. His main activity is on the internet. Like you get to that point where you can, you can completely be enveloped by that world. Right. Because you don't have another place where some no consequences. Yeah. Where somebody goes, you sound fucking stupid or right. You're wrong about this thing. Or, like, Hey,
1: it, stop looking at little
2: underage girls. <laughs> right. Like you're almost 80 years old. Yeah. And what you're doing is very creepy. Yeah. And you're making people uncomfortable (laughs) by your existence. It's gone past the realm of cute, horny grandpa. into the Creepy grandpa. Yeah. I, I will argue that cute, horny grandpa is creepy grandpa.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, like when like a, like a, like a, maybe a, a grandpa has like a nice nurse or something. He makes like a little, I don't know. Maybe some people think that's creepy.
2: I don't care for it. It probably is a little creepy. I guess a cute, horny grandpa is the grandpa that wants to fuck his wife or girlfriend. Who he's been married to for a long enough amount of time. She, she can be any age, whatever, as long as she's not underage. Like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. But hey, some people want to fuck a grandpa, and that's fine. And then Nicole Smith. Mm-hmm. I mean, wanted to fuck a grandpa. For that kind of money, I'd fuck a grandpa. <laughs> if, you're a, if you're a billionaire grandpa, I'll <laughs> suck your dick right now. <laughs> if you'll put me in the will. Hear that, billionaire grandpa listeners? Get out of <laughs> know us. There's so many billionaires listening to this podcast, and right grandpas. Now. And grandpas. <laughs> The Venn the diagram of, that of the two: the older, the better; the closer to death, the poorer the <laughs> health, the better. <laughs> All right, let's get to our verdicts here. Andy. I'll I'll leave my wife to be your little fuck toy. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. granddaddy! Good lord! Uh, Why don't you go ahead? Let's get our verdicts here. I guess. All right, you. Can, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of giving it away. No, right? I know you are. And and nothing nothing in the discussion like pushed me. Um, but I have to admit. This is one of those situations where there's no definitive proof either direction, right? right. That or maybe we do, can't... Unco- it's it's hard to fucking, like, get
1: the physical evidence. If we could just say, like, we have these physical things, but we have all these disparate little threads. Edouard Jordan, this fucking... Oh, they... This interview with this guy. And, hey, here's screen grabs from drunkstepfather.com. It's like... like it's like nothing's definitive.
2: Yeah. You know? And there's nothing definitive. And also... Like you said, it's like, this is one of those things where time has passed. Some of this evidence just doesn't exist anymore. It's been changed. The links are broken. Um, Nobody thought that this would ever be important. Right. So it's not, like, historically maintained. Um, So it's really hard to say definitively one way or another. Um, Like, I guess what I'm going to make a verdict on is, like, is this some kind of, like, intelligence operation or special forces thing? And... For that, um, I'm just going to go plausible minus minus. Whoa, 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 what? Plausible minus minus. What the fuck? What, you thought I would be like plausible molecule or something?
1: How do we end up with the same verdict? You had plausible minus minus too? I was going to start a little bit higher, but then I don't know. I kind of actually went down a couple pegs due to our discussion. Wow,
2: I really, I did a number on you, huh? Yeah. Well, here's what here's what I like. Saying.
1: I said I'm very gold off. You know, I'm <laughs> yeah. not I hard to say, fool. I could
2: have said anything. Well, no. Here's what I here's why I picked that is because I'm pretty not I'm not really that into the whole thing. Like, especially the the Mahmoud Al Mabu assassination. <laughs> like to me, that just screams Mossad. Okay. And like, yeah, I guess you could say like, oh, this might be Mossad being like real sloppy, but I, I just doesn't. I don't think that fits, you know, to me that these are Mossad. And like, I get what you're saying, that maybe they're like on the periphery. They're like contractors. They could be a good scapegoat for Mossad to be like, you're going to believe a bunch of fucking pervs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe Mossad used that and it's because they didn't lock it down. It's just like a random place. Like, I get that. But again, it's one of those things where that's just, I could say anything, right? Like I could say, oh, that's actually Santa Claus doing that. And nobody can rebut that. Like, uh, you know, it's like, show me the proof that Santa Claus doesn't exist. Right. So, I mean, to me, it's just like, based on what's there, that just doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like intelligence. I, like, it seems to me like a role-playing thing. The barely sociable tweet thread, even though there's no evidence, like, to, to like, validate it, it's at least a statement yeah. from somebody who was, like, deep into it. Right. So, I just, I mean, I'm leaving the door open because I don't think there's, everything's answered, but... I'm leaning towards it's just a role-playing bunch of perverts role-playing.
1: I know we reach that conclusion <laughs> so often with oh, these. Just, no matter what, it's just a bunch of JFK role, assassination. It was role, just a bunch of perverts role-playing. Role role-playing perverts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> really? And JFK was kind of a perv in some aspects. Well, I guess yeah. your de- definition of the word perv. Yeah. Well, you know, as we've established, like my definition is pretty wide open. Right. Um, Much like your mouth for all those billionaire grandpas. Oh, oh, oh come on, grandma. <laughs>
1: well I gave it away I'm also plausible minus minus (laughs) but I can't I'm kind of on the other thinking about it I guess I don't know I guess not I guess I am I feel like maybe I'm still a little bit more convinced than you are but I still have the same score
2: (laughs) yeah no I get it well you know that's the thing this is I mean you could be the same right yeah it's just that you feel you feel a little bit different than I do But but sure well, it's
1: not a, it's not exact science. Hey, bunk funkers, those are our verdicts. What do you think? Are you convinced by Lake City Quiet Pills? Are you not? Um, let us know what you think. Use the hashtag. Wow, Bunk City, <laughs> gas pills,
2: <laughs> bunk. bunk,
1: Bunk City diet pills. <laughs> <laughs> good enough for me bunk city diet pills Use the hashtag bunk city diet pills <laughs> let us know what you think email us mr bunker at gmail.com find us on twitter and instagram at mr bunker find our youtube page by youtube searching mr bunker's conspiracy time podcast actually i think we're starting to climb up the youtube seo to the point where if you just search mr bunker we start coming up before uh, videos of Archie Bunker do now.
0: Whoa.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's so. a that's a pretty big achievement. So there you us. go. Uh,
1: you also can donate to us on Patreon if you feel so inclined and want to support the show. Patreon.com slash Mr. Bunker Pod, where you can get all the episodes of our Patreon-only show, Andy and our Debunked, as well as many more uh, perks. Um, perks. Andy. Yeah.
2: You have any last words for Lake City Quiet Pills? You have fucking
1: role playing little
2: perv. I mean, you know, Bunk Funkers, I'm interested to hear what you think about it. Yeah. Um, But if any of you have any information that will help us unravel this, please <laughs> let us know. Because I need to know
1: if these perverts were assassins. These fucking assassin perverts. Goddamn. Well, speaking of one assassin pervert, for not the titular Mr. Bunker. <laughs> But for my carpe diem. Wow. Co-host Andy Hart. I'm Art Stone saying that was the whole enchilada. Yummy.